Hi folks and welcome to Waiting for Catbus, a conversational podcast where four friends gather around a kitchen table to rank and review every single Studio Ghibli movie in chronological order. I'm your host Ali and today I'm joined by Eddie, Hey, Mark <laughs> and Abby. Hello. I wasn't going to do that and I thought it would be too annoying. Well, not a worry for Mark. You're listening to the second half of our Spirited Away review. Um, we split the podcast into two so we could really kind of dig into some of the things we wanted to talk about. It's a long movie. Um, so we hope you enjoy it. Goodbye. <laughs> Didn't click on it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we get that really nice scene of uh, Sam and Haku. And then um, we kind of, like I said, get this, this montage of uh, her working at different jobs around the bathhouse. Um, and until one day, basically, or I guess it's, I don't really know how time is passing here, but one day her and um, Lynn are tasked with cleaning like the biggest tub. Um, it's all gross, haven't been cleaned in months, um, but they need to clean it ASAP because walking through the town is this like big, gross, stinky monster that they all call a stink spirit. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the bathhouse is like freaking out, it's <laughs> yeah. very funny. Um, this creature does really, really smell. And like you see all the... How did you know that they have the To be fair, I got this in television I love the way, I love the way when I've come room. across this real creature in the real world, they do really stink. All the um, all the spirits like in the town like lock their doors and hide. This like big sludgy, like a big mound of sludge walks towards the bathhouse. Mm. Um, that feeling. You, Barbara's like, it's gross, but we just need to get it in, clean it, and get it out as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to pay us lots of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so she calls uh, Sam slash the hero in, um, and Sam slash the hero leads the bath leads the monster to. Um, the big bath. Along the way, she gets these tokens that will give her like s- nice smelling water to clean the creature in, and she gets the tokens because um, our friend, who we haven't mentioned yet, um, No Face, uh, who's like this big spirit with a mask on, who like she met when she was walking across the bridge, and also mm-hmm. who she let into the bathhouse at a later point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of implied that he's not allowed in, and she mm-hmm. kind of leaves the door open so he can come in. Mm-hmm. Um, he like turns invisible, snap, snatches these tokens from the frog. From the from the frog. Oh, little friend, the frog. Um, and gives it to her so she can like wash the stinky monster. Um, this whole scene is so good where she like pulls the bamboo shoot down, mm-hmm. water falls on him. Everyone in the um, all the other creatures in the bathhouse are like running around trying to clean him. They're like cheering her on. It's, I was thinking like it's basically like a big boss fight. Where like everyone yeah. in the bar yeah. is like, well, can I we clean the ship monster? I thought this whole game play that uh, game, game. I've just I've given away my plot point. Um, this whole film like plays like a video game. Like I yeah. really wish I could have played this as a kid. Like going around all these magical like colourful worlds yeah. and doing all the jobs. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so no face is super creepy, but we'll come back to him. Um, as Sen is cleaning the ship monster, um, the, the 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 all his like goop is going everywhere. It's really really gross. All um, his goop. And she like just mud. basically she's kind of like she falls into the bath with him. He tries to help her out, and she realizes that there's like something stuck. What looks like a bike handle is stuck in the side of this this big stinky spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really in there. At that she's point. like really rummaging she's around, seeing what's going on. And like the water's all pouring down because she's putting all of these tokens. tokens. She's mm-hmm. like going to pull down the bamboo shoot. She loses her grip because everything's covered in mud. Yeah. She's in the water. She's swimming around. It's muddy as hell. And it looks like that you think for a moment the stink spirit is like the big bad guy that's going to get her. Um, but she realizes something is stuck, and then suddenly like she's like. You barber, like there's something stuck in him, and like the whole bathhouse comes to help, ties some rope oh, around yeah. him, and you barber's like, that's not a stink spirit. Something is weird here. <laughs> they they kind of heave and heave and heave, and they yank this 
what first appears to be a bike and then you soon realize it's like an entire riverbed's worth of like human sh- like junk and old tvs and bikes and tires and like just crap basically they yank it out of the side of this big creature and he kind of like goes and, and then disappears and they're left with this kind of like cool translucent wibbly wobbly spirit in the middle mm. of the bath um, and cool it's, <laughs> yeah with a cool oh, mask yeah. and it turns That's out cool. that the stink spirit was actually this kind of like really kind of ancient river water spirit, spirit yeah. river spirit who's like really rad and everyone cheers and it's like a really nice um i don't know it's like this movie doesn't do a lot like doesn't hit on a lot of like inv- i mean it does but there's not a lot of like kind of token ghibli environmentalism in it but when it's there mm. it's really there it really slaps you on the face yeah. with a bike and this it? this <laughs> bit where it's like it's a river spirit and it's polluted with bikes yeah like it is a really nice moment um miyazaki once cleaned a river and actually found a bike in it one time he was working at a bathhouse and this big stinky man came <laughs> um, but yeah and, and given the fact that what, what we come later to come to learn about what haku really is it's interesting that like we meet this this kind of spirit again in this moment um mm-hmm. and he's like really cool and yeah like ed said has this like weird wooden mask and loads of legs mm-hmm. and like flies around the bathhouse and then darts out into the sky um and it's like this really nice it's it always doesn't feel in tone with the rest of what's going on in the movie because it's like this like little victory this little win for them yeah. all oh, it's like this like what i was saying at the beginning like you can really tell at this point that they're not looking back in retrospect then they haven't written a script of this and they're yeah. just going on with these yeah. really cool plot points and it feels good because it doesn't practically serve the plot yeah but it just serves this like great idea about the characters in the world that yeah. they live in which is just nice i think it gives um the like the role like the, it makes her them accept her yeah, yeah, yeah after, sure. before yeah, the start of the scene they wouldn't even give her the tokens to yeah wash any like clean the bath yeah. even though she's yeah. got to clean the bath they're like nah you can just sort it out yourself <laughs> um, but like this is her like like proving herself mm-hmm. yeah um, um after they do that Saki's on the house tonight oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, getting lit <laughs> <laughs> um, and before the ceaseless river spirit goes, he like gives her this fruit, this like one fruit, and is like, you don't know what it's for, but he gives it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, we later learn that the fruit has the power to like reverse the spell that was cast on her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does she do with the fruit? We'll find out. The um, just a quick bit. The um, water sure. spirit, yeah. water river spirit, is kind of like mirroring what happened in Princess Mononoke, with the like. Well, in what? <laughs> What, what did I say? Mononoke? Mononoke? Yeah. That's the one. I mean, that wasn't that far. It's, oh, it's, 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 it's not as bad as some of the other mispronunciations I've said. Hot soup, hot soup. Hot soup. But yeah, it kind of mirrors that, you know, when there's like the this big god that has been cursed by yeah. some sort of demon yeah. with the black stone in that bear's yeah. stomach. Like, Which, I thought it was more kind of like the land of a thorn in his yeah. form like he's really grumpy oh, he's really yeah. sludgy oh she oh. says she says he's got a thorn stuck in him oh okay it's like literally... <laughs> 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 like lending credence to that idea that yeah. like that's the and, and look, later on we see like um a similar situation um when haku is in his dragon form oh yeah we didn't mention it but haku also is sometimes a dragon so um, crazy later in the movie he has something stuck in him too that's like maybe man-made and it's a bit gloopy and again very similar imagery to mm. mononoke i think we're getting to that bit now aren't we with the, the paper yeah, yeah it comes back kind of yeah. yeah so we then we go from this kind of like really frantic moment that's full of noise and life and energy to 
um, another really, um, I need to get like an, a swear jar, but for all the time I say the word iconic, but a really iconic, <laughs> um, iconically quiet moment um, in this movie when she's at in Lynn's apartment um, and the river has like um, kind of swelled and fills the, like all the way to the horizon and she sits, sits on this kind of like the wooden planks and looks out and it's become a sea basically and there's this train like trundling across across the ocean towards the far end of the, the mm-hmm. town where the original gatehouse is um, there's almost there's no dialogue in this moment it's so peaceful um, it's a, yeah like I say a really iconic there's a really iconic shot of her looking out to sea and seeing the train go by it's just like stunningly beautiful and um, you can almost see in her mind like her settling into her new world but then also trying to remember her like the, yeah. where she's come from and it really represents what's happening with her name as well yeah. because this is kind of when she's starting to forget her yeah, name yeah when she's becoming sad yeah do you have a fact about um, Ma yeah. Want to talk about? yeah yeah Ma I was going to say it was Ma but yeah. it might be Ma yeah. Andrew Ma this ah. is from Andrew Ma's <laughs> section of the <laughs> do you remember when Andrew Ma appeared <laughs> talking about so British weird. politics <laughs> not animated no he was just there <laughs> what, like he came out rabbit yeah exactly <laughs> like that um, <laughs> um, so, um, so Roger Ebert. I don't know if anyone's heard of him. He's a yeah. little known. Um, yeah, I've heard of him. I've heard he's yeah. done a couple of reviews. Reviews, yeah, that's his thing. Um, <laughs> in an interview with Miyazaki, uh, they were talking about these kind of moments of like stillness, um, where like we've that we've touched upon a couple of times that are kind of just in this world of like madness. There are these kind of. Um, yeah, elements of like not much happening. Like reprise almost. Yeah, like, exactly, like an interval or something. Um, and Miyazaki has described that as Ma or Ma. Uh, we are not uh, Japanese speakers here. I thought this was a character that completely just missed. So, <laughs> what were you thinking about Eddie? Oh, I was like, surely they said the name. Me and Eddie just very quiet. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, which means emptiness. Um, so, Miyazaki said. Or was it Roger Ebert? Someone said, one of those two, said that the people who make the movies are scared of silence, so they want to paper paper and plaster it over. They're worried that the audience will get bored, but just because it's 80% intense all the time doesn't mean that the kids are going to bless you with their concentration. Yeah, which is a really lovely quote Ooh. and definitely, um, I think, puts a pin in the way that Ghibli movies offer children in a very different way to mm-hmm. especially like late Disney and Pixar films. Where like there's a um a, the idea that like to, to keep a kid entertained for ninety minutes two hours mm. you just need to throw color at the screen and yes. <laughs> throw dialogue and throw wackiness and like movies like this and movies like especially Totoro have these like just really quiet moments mm. that like would you wouldn't think would engage children but really mm. do because they're they're so like warm and the, the children are always so invested in this moment that like they can breathe and live in the space that the movie creates. Yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek the horse could learn a thing or two. I mean, I mean, yeah. Shrek the horse. I was Shrek the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Roger Ebert reviews of anime films. Yeah. I thought his name was Egbert, so I'm just getting <laughs> <laughs> completely. Yeah. Don't worry, he's not discriminating against just Japanese yeah, names. Yeah, I'm just it's bad with names. What's my name? I don't know. Mork. <laughs> <laughs> This is a complete side note, but if you've ever get the chance to read Roger Ebert's review of the first Pokemon movie, it is the um, best yeah, I have, thing yeah. ever. Like he's just like yeah. such a grown up talking about he's like Pokemon? Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's funny. Great. 
Is he like is he like me talking about people's names? Like, yeah, just, just not, not getting it. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so there's this moment where she, it's, everything's quiet. Um, simultaneously, um, downstairs in the bathhouse, our little frog friend is like walking along, trying to pick up the gold that was appearing out of the river spirit. And who does he find in the big bath? Oh yeah, because they all go mad for the gold, don't they? <laughs> but old No Face. <laughs> who does he find in the big bath? <laughs> That's very good. Um, so yeah, No <laughs> Face. No Face is like in the bath making the weird groaning noises that you heard earlier the frog's like you can't be here no face eats the frog it's very like you're like what's going on like you didn't see that coming Um, who doesn't he like offer him some gold and he goes to take it yeah greed greed yeah yeah i mean there you go um and then so like that's happening eat the frog and then do your most difficult task at the beginning of the day welcome to our productivity podcast (laughs) we're going to talk about time management (laughs) (laughs) um so, so this two hour long podcast is <laughs> shorter than that length. Uh, this this the scene with no face in that big bath sets up um like a long scene that moves on from here where basically different people in the bathhouse appear, they're trying to feed him as much as they can because he's producing all this gold, mm. they're like, chipping over themselves, they wanna like they don't know that he's eating the frog boy, and they're just like trying to give him as much shit as they can so he because he'll keep producing gold. Meanwhile, upstairs, Sen and Chihiro, Sen sees um Haku as a dragon being like attacked by what she thinks are a flock of birds. Um, mm-hmm. Haku then is Haku as a dragon flies into her apartment. Um, all the all the birds we realise are like little paper men or mm-hmm. something. Um, they fly in after him, but they don't. But she shuts the door. Haku is really injured. He goes. He turns from a dragon back into a a boy. No, yeah, I think he's, uh, no, no, he's like because they, they try around. and get him. To go down the well. Um, yeah. We never see him as an injured boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, as a dragon, um, that, this is a bit. I'm not gonna lie. This bit's a little blow in my head. Basically, Chiro is like to save him. I need to take him to, um, uh, up to to see Yubaba. Uh, so they go up to see Yubaba. Um, well, she does the like scaling the walls and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, because Sen flies out the window. Um, Haku flies out the window and like ends up back on the top floor. Yeah. She follows him. There's like a little paper man following her. They get up there. Then we then we get introduced mm-hmm. to the, the big old baby. And who is buried under my own household goals. To have that amount of cushions <laughs> and soft furnishing in my house would be dreamy. I would be that big baby every yeah. day. Very crying whenever someone takes a pillow away. I do that anyway. <laughs> the, left pillow. the note I have here is just like, so before this moment, um, we also see someone else flying back towards the bathhouse, and it's Yubaba as a giant bird, and yeah, she has these rad sunglasses on. Oh, the sunglasses. Oh, it's so good. Um, she has some looks in this film. Yeah, then we're in the baby room. Um, baby's this is flopping around. Really weird. weird. The baby's like, um, you've got germs. Don't go outside, you're going to get sick. And we get this idea that maybe... Yubaba's been like keeping the baby locked in this in the, in the tower. He doesn't want to go outside. Munchausen's by proxy. Yeah, basically, which is a really weird like. Mm. This movie has a lot going on, and then for that to be like, oh, what about this? What about if there was a be- a mom who's overbearing on her child? Like, it's a really like extra yeah. theme to like slap on. Yeah, I always find it. She never like. Is she its mum? Yeah, that's the, the thing. Yeah. Like, like, there's never an insinuation that she's not the mum. Yeah. But it's also never seemed quite right to me that she's the baby's mum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I suppose it's it's just that um kind of 
Ghibli trope of there isn't an overtly evil character. Yeah. Like yeah. she's horrible, mm-hmm. but she also gives Sen a job. Yeah. She's horrible to every like to Haku and to everyone, but also she really really cares about this huge baby. <laughs> it's a big yeah. old baby. Um. So uh, at that point, um, Sen and Sen and Chihiro, Sen, I keep calling her Sen and Chihiro. Sen slash Chihiro <laughs> leave the baby room. They find um, Haku flopping around in the... Um, Crank, in, oh, <laughs> redo that bit, Alec, please. They find <laughs> Haku in Yubaba's office. Being pushed by the... By the three heads. Yeah. Who are trying to push him down... Um, the rubbish chute. The rubbish chute. Oh, did you quit a well earlier? I did. This is, this is like a... Good so much happens in this moment. So the, the three ogre heads, who I love, um, are trying to push him down the, down the rubbish chute. Yeah, because Yubaba's not there at this no, point. No, the, yeah. the paper plane transforms mm-hmm. and for a moment you think the paper plane transforms into you barber yeah. but shock it's not you barber yeah. it's her sister yeah. her twist. twin exact her exact twin sister called zaniba some people say identical twin <laughs> no exactly <laughs> <laughs> I think the, bi- the biological term is exact, exact same uh, it's a mirror it's image sister <laughs> <laughs> mirror sisters that's what they call twins oh, I love the that. copy and paste sister <laughs> <laughs> um yeah zaniba is here and she's like um, what if you barber but nice but dressed the same yeah, yeah but she's not yeah. very nice she's though, not nice at this to moment. begin with no. um, but she does cool things like she turns the giant baby into a little mouse oh. she turns yes. that eagle that's also <laughs> your barber into a little cute bird oh. she turns, yeah. and she little turns bird. the three heads into the like baby. baby it's an old it the is, old bait and switch it's so it's bizarre good. but like that's good point. It, it's good <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> it's good what you've just said. It's <laughs> something else. <laughs> like she, yeah, you're right. Like she's not, she's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> like it's about perspective. Like if if she'd done the same thing to what's her main character? Chihiro. Chihiro. No, Chihiro. Yeah. Chihiro. Yeah. In my world. Like we would think she's not nice. Yeah. There's yeah, things yeah, they yeah. do yeah. to yeah. other people. They're just like they just like stick to these random like logics that they yeah. stick to. And and that's yeah. the moment where she says she looks at um. Sen's like, don't hurt Haku, da da da. And, and Zaniba's like, he's a thief. Like, he came to my house, he stole my shit, he works for you, Baba. Like, he's not a good guy, he's a greedy thief, is what she says, which mm-hmm. is like, oh. Um, <gasps> Greed. So then, Ooh, so then, interesting point. So then yeah. she pushes Haku and Sen down the rubbish chute, they fly around, they end up back in Kajima's, um, like, f- the forge bit of the bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and uh, Haku transforms back from a dragon into, like, an injured boy. After Sen feeds him half of the fruit that she got from the River Spirit. Don't worry if you're not following. It's a very complicated bit of the movie. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't scripted. Yeah. That is quite like visceral, isn't it? Because she's like forced she's forced and he's like lashing out. Yeah. Like and she like and like she's never done anything like this before. Like she's battled that stink monster, but that was very yeah. different. She's like actually wrestling a dragon. It's so impressive how um, like far she comes in these weird. Yeah, she's steps. suddenly so brave. She goes from the beginning of this movie of being like this scared girl, right? And at this moment, she's just like she like walks across that drain pipe that swings out she oh. is like feeding a dragon she just become becomes this amazing character and i think the moment that you she becomes this so brave you also become super invested in, oh. in what's going on <laughs> oh i know what you're gonna say you become brave but yeah it's, it's this is the moment where i was like oh fuck i'm love i forgot about this movie like i was suddenly like oh it's so good um yeah, it's it's a really it's an interesting scene because this is the moment when Kajima's like, Oh, young love in here letting like he becomes like kind of like a weird uncle who's like, Oh I remember what it was like to be in lo-. like she, it has that kind of like vibe to it. Um it's interesting. And Haki coughs up 
the seal from Xanaba, which he stole, and also this weird little black slug thing. Oh yeah, <gasps> squashes it. Which she which she kills. Which is a very cute scene as well, even yeah. though it's like she's fighting evil or whatever, but yeah. her just and, like, and stepping it, around. Yeah, and at this moment you think that um, the little weird slug creature must be a curse that Xanaba put on the. Um, the seal that he steals, but it turns mm. out that actually that slug is what Yubaba is using to like control him. That's her like leverage on mm. him, which is interesting. Um, again, the kind of like polluted, pollutant metaphor is there, right? Like he, if, yeah. if Haku, spoiler, it's like this big river spirit, and it's this kind of like sludge that is poisoning him. Yeah. Very similar to Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you just call it Mononoke as well? I said Mononoke. Okay. Mm. I just my accent makes it sound like I'm saying okay. Haku. I promise. Um, I'm just terrible. So, <laughs> I, I'm going to just like wrap through. Not niche. This bit is just like is plot heavy, but it's really yeah. it's really good. Um, Kajima, our big uh, spider friend, um, he's like, you need to go to the Z- Zaniba to reverse the spell she put on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chihiro and Sen are like, okay, yeah, we'll just like she's so like, called us like Sen is so down to just go and help yeah. help um, Haki straight away, and like yeah, she's become this really brave character. And also, like, there's this the kind of overarching narrative of this is like people don't leave this bathhouse, and then yeah. Kajima's like, leave the bathhouse to go and do the thing, and they're like, yeah, okay. There's a really <laughs> and there's a really lovely moment, right? Because yeah. um, Lynn has spoken about wanting to get one day wanting to get on the train yeah. and leaving this place for good, which maybe it, it, like alludes to the idea that the bathhouse is like this um, purgatory Very style true. space yeah. between um, life and death. And like she can pass on, um, and Kajima is like, take my tickets, and he ha- and he has these like a roll of tickets which would directly allow him to leave and like not work at this board. And he's like, just have, I've got four, just like take the four tickets I have. It's like this really tender yeah. moment that he like gives like gives up his chance to like leave and be at peace so that yeah. she can do this thing. And like it's classic like, like children's film of there being no rhyme or reason as to why he has four tickets why yeah. he gives four tickets to two people yeah. when it's not a return journey but yeah. it all works out in the yeah, end exactly. well, there is technically four of them but he doesn't, but he know, doesn't know there's a tiny mouse and a little bird and oh. a big no face monster but also speaking of a big no face monster but also um <laughs> fuck lynn's drag am i right like lynn's wanting to get out this yeah. whole time yeah. and he like oh i lost the tickets sorry yeah. no receipt but it's yeah <laughs> it's almost like a narnia style thing where um, Chihiro is able to like leave and come back and like move between mm-hmm. these two worlds at will in a way that maybe Lynn as an adult can't. Yeah. In a similar way to that, time. the kids in Narnia can like exist in and out of heaven, but not the adults can't. They kind of like get stuck in one place or the other. Mm. Um, yeah. So speaking of No Face, while all the while this dragon stuff's been going on upstairs at the bathhouse, old yeah. No Face been running around getting really fat, oh, eating right. loads of stuff. These loads kids are weird loads. Loads. They're all, they're all like so much going mad yeah. to feed him. Everyone, the, the women singing that song. What song? It's what song? like, welcome to the rich man. It's like his... I've written... His butt gets fat, there's lots to kiss. I remember that line. Yeah, exactly. There we go, yeah. Um, his butt keeps getting big, bigger, so there's more of it to kiss. Yeah, it's a very good line. It's a great song. Um, eventually, No Face is annoyed that he can't get enough food. He's calling for Sen. He I wants Sen to come see her. Um, <laughs> and she finally arrives, and like uh, everyone's freaking out, saying that like, oh my god, Sen invited him in. He's eating people. What do you do? She arrives, and he goes from being this like terrifying monster to being like Sen, Sen, and like 
speaking through the voice of the frog, tries to give her gold, like tries to give her as much stuff as he can, um, which is like a really we don't really like he's an interesting character because he or they're an interesting character because they have no we don't really know what their motivation is or who they are or anything about like that per- the person that is no face it's just like but he almost thing. they almost know that that is the current normally is currency in this sort of world yeah. and then he meets someone like sen who plot twist isn't greedy yeah mm. i mean not plot twist is the whole point but <laughs> But he doesn't even know that it's the currency. He just sees that everyone else wants it. Yeah, that's right. what that's what I mean. Yeah. Like so he's he, just like, you want this as well. You want yeah. just like, and that's learn. Cause, they go. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like with said earlier with the tokens. He's like, oh, she wants tokens. So I'm gonna give her all the yeah. tokens, and it's it's kind of like kind you, of sweet. You, yeah, it makes you kind of wor- wonder so much about his backstory. Yeah, it really reminds me of like when like a like when you kick it like if someone kicks a dog, yeah. and then all it wants to do is like please yeah. them and like keeps on coming back yeah. he's like is this what you want is this what you want and yeah. it's mm. yeah. and like he yeah. but he it's, really sad. it's interesting that yeah, he did he, dog kicking he knows <laughs> that Sen is like the person that's shown him kindness um, yeah. she's the one that lets him in she's the one that's like come in when you want like whereas everyone else is like give us money and, and then he eats them um, so there's a so basically there's like a, a bit of a kerfuffle but it ends <laughs> up with Sen giving him the other half of the fruit that she got from the river spirit to now she has no fruit to save her parents mm. um, she gives it to uh, no face and he like shrinks back down to being normal no face size spits all the, spits people, all the people out, out as, as, as they like oh, sh- them sick. yeah because yeah. he's like mm. racing around the bathhouse being sick it's an amazingly animated scene where he's like climbing on the walls oh, yeah. it's, sick it's quite gross actually it's scary um, it has my, my favourite line of the entire movie when he sicks up the last person and the guy goes now that's an esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a phenomenal line. <laughs> Without context, just phenomenal. Oh my um, god. And yeah, basically, after doing that, after kind of like resolving her issues at the bathhouse, Sen and Lynn get in a boat to go to the train station so she can go and find um, Zaneva with no face like trailing behind, like swimming along the water yeah. behind them. And the little bird like picks up the little mouse and like. Oh, oh they have. Oh, that's so. So yeah, this, this is the point when. The big baby and the amazing Yubaba hawk, hawk bird go from being scary villains to like the cutest companions. Yeah. So cute, ridiculously cute. Um, because yeah. there's, there's a bit where they're walking and the bird is carrying the fat mouse and then the bird gets tired so he just puts the fat mouse, the fat mouse starts walking and the bird's just like, I'm just gonna lay on the back. Like they're just helping each other along, yeah. it's so adorable. And she's just like, you can go on my shoulder if you're tired. Yeah, and they, and they get it just on suddenly the sh- shifts, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. They get, and it becomes tranquil, right? They get on the train, mm-hmm. they travel across the ocean. Um, there's a, a palette, like a colour switch here as well. The movie goes from being like this intense green and like red to being just like blue. Everything is so, obviously, to see, but like the blue, <laughs> the blues. It's like night blue. Like, yeah, yeah, the blues and turquoises and like mm. the sky and the sea kind of like blend together. It's just like, it's just a exceptional, like exceptional piece of animation and like. This, this is one of my moments in this movie where you're like, fuck, this is one of like the most beautiful movies I've ever like. Mm-hmm. It just was the most. It is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Like, it's stunning. Um, and we get another moment of Matt or Ma, like, and a famous mm-hmm. moment, which is um, them on the train. Yeah. Um, no Face, Chihiro, and the two little, two little friends sat on the train, looking like dead at the camera, mm-hmm. and the landscape like scrolling behind them. Um, it's just, it's, 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 it's just, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it is. I'm like, and it's the movie slows down to let you yeah. soak in this moment. Um, I thought it was interesting that 
there are other people on the train but we don't get any indication of who they are they're like these kind of like shadowy figures that look mm. very human and they have bags and hats and they're like getting off at stops and yeah. they're carrying shopping and they're but they're not pe- like they're, they're not fully realised yeah. are they it's kind of like at the start of the film where it's starting to get dark and everyone's starting to take their forms yeah. it goes from like being like there's nothing there to weird like spooky yeah like are they tra- is, is that them transitioning back into the real yeah. world yeah is it is it this like like i say this halfway point between yeah. two things like i feel like yeah it's like the viaduct between like they're tra- they're they're going through the real world yeah and they're going to another place where the spirits live and that just makes me want to like i want a spirited away too and i want a spirit yeah. away like franchise i, I know spirit away deck the holes deck the holes <laughs> yeah exactly ah. <laughs> um yeah i, I, to- I totally get that this, uh, it, it builds a world in this in these few scenes the idea that like the whole movie is contained to the bathhouse and suddenly they're on a train going into the countryside like you're like i didn't even know the what this the world of this movie mm-hmm. was this long and there's so much to it yeah because it wasn't scripted yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. true um there's a, yeah there's a danger of it unraveling very very quickly yeah. but they managed just to yeah. tie it up quite nicely um and we're like so we're kind of like ramping up to the climax of this movie now um, there's a really a re- before we kind of like see them get off the train and work out where they're trying to go like they walk through the woods um, we see this very cute nod to like the Pixar lamp which is like this like mm-hmm. Victorian lamp close to the foot mm-hmm. um, and yeah they're off to, z- t- to see Zaniba. Um before they get there we cut back to the bathhouse one last time um, and it has this really really nice moment where uh, Haku uh, wakes up from like being poisoned he's actually fine doesn't need Zaniba to lift the spell because the spell's been lifted by love. Um, and he goes up Cute. to Yubaba in her like rad kitchen to talk to her. She sat there in like this the big robe. towel robe, her hair oh pulled over the towel. It's, so, it's good. so good. It's such a good like warm like mm, it just looks cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so nice. And there's a really great moment where there's someone quite am fan about her look. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, She's a wine mom. Yeah, she's the wife of the weekend. Speaking <laughs> speaking of her mothering skills, ah. there's a bit when th- in this moment where Haku's like, um, "Oh, you don't even realize what's happened. You've lost something precious to you." She's like, <gasps> and then she touches the gold. Yeah. That Mayfair's mm. letter. That's the first thing she does. She's like, "Ha, I haven't. Like, it's still gold." And then Haku looks at her like, "Nah." And nah. then she looks left, and the baby and like casts a spell, and the baby goes from being the baby back into three heads and she like freaks out and it's like my baby my baby <laughs> anthony my baby anthony my baby um and then the gold falls apart yeah, yeah it just like black and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um greed oh, oh greed. i'm the first person to mention greed as a oh, thing she it's <laughs> what's cool about this moment like you said is that like she's not a traditional villain and when she realizes that her baby is not there she goes crazy like she, her she gets bigger somehow her hair gets all crazy mm. she's like he's breathing fire like he's pinned half against the wall oh, and she's yeah. like where the fuck is my child like she switches on a dime and it's, it's really interesting um and they Haki basically says like the baby's fine they've gone to see Zanaba. she's like my sister um he's like my exact my ex- what did you call it my, 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 my mirror sister um <laughs> and he's like I-, I will bring the baby back if you if you give me one thing she's like what do you want he's like I want you to free Jiro I want you to free Sam and she's like I can do that on one condition 
just have to pass one final test. I thought it like kind of diffy. Like he's yeah. doing you a deal by yeah, being your baby. Yeah, it's kind of bold of her. It's isn't like it? you're about how far yeah. back and forth with deals <laughs> are you doing? It's like okay, we well, can do that on one condition. If you make me cups of tea for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay, well I'll do that on one condition. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a really like nice uh, like this kind of like, that moment like wraps up what's happening with Buffett basically. Yeah. Um, and then we cut one final time to Zaniba in the woods in the cabin, and we kind of like get introduced to her. Um, as like I said, nice you barber, and she's like, um, just call me Granny. She's chilling. She likes the mouse and the bird. She's mm. like, um, Tahira's like, can't you turn the back into the normal forms? And she's like, that spell was lifted ages ago. Yeah. Like they they just want to stay like that. She makes them tea. She makes Tahira like this little hairband. It's just like, I thought I was gonna cry. It's lovely. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. She's like a classic witch as well. She lives yeah. in a cabin in the woods. Exactly. It's very like the opposite of the industrial witch that exactly. is Yubaba. you know how Miyazaki is all about this hand animation yeah do you feel like he did Yubaba <laughs> should we make the other old lady be her exact twin uh, <laughs> and make her look like let's not bother like changing outfit. the, the outfit yeah, yeah, exactly. it, yeah, that, this is the one bit of the film that really just bothers me like why are they wearing the same clothes exactly. and I know there's bog monsters and no faces people and Bog-monsters. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I didn't get either of those <laughs> names right. <laughs> but yeah, they're just like that was the one bit that just didn't ring true. But like, this no, no fantastic. <laughs> why, like, why do we think, given that how much detail is put into the rest of this movie, mm-hmm. and like how much care is put into animating a lamp that has feet? I think they might be the same person. Lazy. Yeah, but we see that them. Had, two no, that have been split by like some oh, sort of magic okay. spell. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 just really quiet moment. Um, and she. I've got a reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think if they would, like, so they're identical twins. Mirror sisters. Mirror sisters, as they say. Um, but if they were like dressed differently, then you're too close. To, unless they were like completely different colours, then you've got like a good twin and a bad twin. Type yeah. Thing. Like, yeah. The fact that they're dressed the same kind of puts them on the same level of like, oh, they're just like both yeah. like, sort of good neutral. Point. Yeah, it's not like it's the Wicked Witch of the West and the Wicked Witch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I like that. There we go. That's Case canon. solved. That's canon, canon now. <laughs> um, Cut that bit. Eddie said something useful. <laughs> there's and, and, and don't ruin the illusion. After like the kind of they've had tea and she makes the hairband. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get another guest arrive. Haku arrives to like take Chihiro home. Um, his dragon is rad. He looks like a good dragon. He's all like big and swirly, mm, um, but cool still being dragon. like beaten up. He's, really he's, cool he's like chicken legs. I'm into it. It's a cool dragon. Got like a proper beard as well. Yeah, oh, he's kind of like a weasel as well, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's like long, long and thinly. <laughs> but I've got like um, part weasel. And he's he's ready to take them home. And so they kind of like all they all jump on Haku's back, and he um, flies them back. Before when they're leaving, um, the baby, the, the mouse gives. Um, Zaniba just a little tiny kiss on the oh, nose yeah. and it's the cutest thing and I've like, ever seen love you granny and she's like no face why don't you just stay with me it's oh, just so nice that's the I almost cried at um, I'm it's glad lovely. no face had a place yeah it's lovely also yeah well we're talking about a few minutes ago now where <laughs> like not being a very creative design for a second oh. What? Yeah, <laughs> for a second yeah. twin. You said no it, face you is not exactly the most. <laughs> he's called <laughs> No Face. He's just a black sheet. <laughs> well, yeah, he becomes very uh, yeah, different he does, yeah, when yeah. he eats the frog and the legs yeah, and yeah, arms yeah. come out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> so 
we're gonna bu- like, we're gonna bundle through the end of the evening. That's kind of where we are. Let's bundle. Um, that, uh, whilst on the on the back of the dragon, um, Chihiro talks to she's speaking to Haku and she's like, we kind of have set up early in the movie that they Haku knows who she is. Like he knows her name before she tells him. Yeah. There's a familiarity there. We don't really know why. And like I, he's like I knew you when you were very small. Yeah. And as they're flying, Haku gets this like repressed memory back from when she was a child. Haku. Uh, Chihiro gets this. Re- repressed memory back from when she was a child that um, she fell into a river and Haku is that river mm. is the spirit of the river that saved her in that moment and that's her like telling him his real name and yeah. he suddenly he remembers who he is and who he was and goes from being a big dragon to a boy again they carry on flying but it's this lovely like tender moment and he says like um, once you've met someone you never really forget them and it's this like really tender moment Isn't that like, true? you didn't even really know that you wanted him to kind of be solved and I don't know like it, it, he's such he's he's not the main character right like she is the central character but to, to give him this resolution in this moment I think is really like powerful it also goes some way of explaining why she's such a nervous child yeah and like why she's so yeah, hesitant very true, to go on very adventure true. and stuff mm. and you can see her from the beginning falling into the river now to the end of the sort of adventure with the same person and how far she's come as well mm-hmm. um, and yeah they fly back to the bathhouse uh, Yubaba is there and she's like you, you brought my baby back I'm so excited but uh, you just have to pass that one last challenge she's got mm-hmm. eight pigs lined up outside the gates and she's like this is just mean yeah, if you know which, like don't do this yeah. come on if you know every, everyone's cheering for um, Shahira at this point she's like if you can tell which of these pigs are your parents you can go Shahira looks at them for a minute and then like super confident is like but none of my parents is a trick and ta-da, she was right and like it's this really nice moment where like this last challenge is nothing like girls just been riding on like the back of a dragon mm-hmm. and took a train with a spirit through like heaven like this this guessing game of pigs is not a thing for her right now and it's, it's just remembered. like yeah mm-hmm. oh because once you met someone you never forget them yeah far yeah. that and so, not remember who she was yeah yeah good <laughs> I do have a problem with this bit yeah she comes back from seeing Zaniba who has said call me granny yeah she goes straight back to Yubaba and is like, hi, Granny. Yeah. And it's like, no, we've just established they're different people. <laughs> yeah. oh, I know yeah, they're that exactly the same. Yeah. You can't just go around calling everyone <laughs> Granny. very confused. Yeah, exactly. I was just at your smaller house. <laughs> 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 and now you're being mean. What is happening? Um, <laughs> call me by your Granny and I'll call you by mine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> extremely not. Um, so, yeah. After, <laughs> passing, after passing this challenge, um, everyone, Haku is like, you can leave now. Like, you can finally go home find your parents through the gatehouse and you'll be free and she does she like runs mm-hmm. back across the thing she runs straight past the pig pens she doesn't need to check she knows they'll be there and they'll have the gate waiting for her um and they are and she runs through and the parents are like oh where have you been you shouldn't run off like that she's very funny um and they're like someone must have pranked us and covered our car with dust on the inside because their car obviously has been sat there for weeks months who knows yeah and it's like covered with dead leaves and it's dusty and they're like bloody pranks um, and they drive away back through the forest. Well, it must have been like years. Yeah. Like, and also, like, wh- how is their battery still got any life in it? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Come on, let's think about this realistically, <laughs> yeah. guys. I want to see the admin when they're like moving house and they haven't turned up for ages. Oh, yeah. Like, when they get there, they're going to be like, oh, we assumed you were like. Oh my god. And then yeah. national news because they're like left one town and moved to the other and they're like, Milk where has this family gone? Yeah, he was Milk moving for a new yeah. job, supposedly. Five now. Oh <laughs> my god. You lost that job. On your first day? That's a bad impression. She's yeah. missed a year of school. She's going to have to fall behind. She's going to be the oldest kid in her class by a year. <laughs> well, at least she um, knows her true self. Before we and get she knows how to wash a big bath. 
<laughs> Before we get on to the next bit of the podcast, I just want to say that I really like the mo- the last the line of this movie is when the dad is like, um, "Oh, like, don't be too scared about moving to like a new school. Like, it's not that it's not that scary." And Jihara um, is like, "It's fun. Like, she's so like, yeah, she's yeah. like, no, it's, yeah, I'm good. Like, dragon. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's so over being scared of that moment. I think she Probably. says it maybe a little bit more eloquently. She's like, nah, <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> there um, is a weird bit in that end sequence though where. You know, like I mentioned before, like how they're going down that tunnel and she's like gripping onto her mum's arm. Yeah. She's going back down the tunnel, she's still gripping onto her mum's arm, really scared. But and I was like, why is, is it is I it fear or like, is it like oh, fear? Oh, I, no, no, I swear she had like the same face of being like, what? I'm like, did she learn anything? Is she still? Scared? I did. I, did I think I think it's supposed to be like. She's like. Is is it? It's like um in. In Shrek the Horse. Shrek the Horse. Oh, uh, <laughs> in Donkey. Yeah. When do- no, when you're in like magical realism fantasies and stuff like where you walk through one door and you come out of another I think it's supposed to be like the parents in their mind just yeah yeah cut that bit that no, no 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 I'm with you I'm with you um yeah it, it's it's a, it's a beautiful ending to the movie um there we go so before we jump on to the many many rankings that this podcast has accumulated Hell does anyone have any like things we haven't touched on or things they want to like say themes they felt like were really prevalent that maybe we didn't explore moments um, they had that they just like really enjoyed I really enjoyed the one bit that we haven't spoken about the skull phone yes I was oh. going to say I was oh. like there's a note I have yeah. and it's yes it's hilarious and the phone that just like, there's, like there's, <laughs> it's not even a phone it's a skull that just stinks what the other person is saying so it's so good, good. Oh, that's Eric um, <laughs> Ibarba's just the best character it's, oh, the, it's the detail in that sort of thing like. yeah so you have throughout this whole movie right everything is you yeah. could like like we did in the first half of this podcast zone in on every detail and, and there's so much to like dig into and it, it's just yeah speaking of minute detail mm-hmm. there's a, another list we should have ranked yeah. this whole series of films is the way that these like protagonist girls run always <laughs> 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 have like this weird little yeah 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 she, she runs and this is good for an audio medium with her <laughs> hands like up facing up arms facing like, the ceiling she? yeah she always runs really like, fast. like this like it's very strange She's like, oh. is um, it weirder than me running for the bus after the cinema Oh, that's more of a skip. Yeah. It's less of a skip. It's kind of a little bit. It's edging on Phoebe from Friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. goodness. Um, yeah, that was my little detail. Good spot. Uh, good spot. I, so, yeah, like we mentioned it earlier, Abby, but like the. Some of the, like, of the big Ghibli themes that, like, are almost like dip, we dip into in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the kind of, like, um, different kinds of spirituality stuff that maybe you see in Totoro. Mm-hmm. You get some of the, like, industrial stuff from Mononoke, you get some of the environmentalism from like Pompoko. It, it's interesting that it like juggles a lots yeah. of ideas. Because I mean again it's a I movie mean, for te- ostensibly for ten year old girls. Exactly. And it kind of seems like so previously to this, um, Miyazaki said one of his most famous lines that he says quite a few times, spoiler, I'm retiring. Yeah. <laughs> Comes out of retirement, dispirited away. And it feels just very much like he's like, What did I like the most out yeah. of the other films that I've done? For sure. This, this, this and this. Let's and do it all. Pure passion projects now, isn't it? Yeah. At this point, retiring like. before spirited away. And then there's like how many more times has he tried to retire? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he never came back. Yeah. Oh don't. I am um, I yeah, that there's away. a lot like I think I, I touched on it at the beginning and I can definitely just use this as an opportunity to talk about it. Um, there's a lot to be said for the way that like uh, this movie sets up dichotomies between like it opens with the kind of like world outside the, the theme park and the world inside the theme park, with, like about like modern Japan versus like traditional Japan, modern life versus like an older way of life, um, traditional spirituality and the kind of like blase way the mom 
dismisses the little houses when they're driving in like mm-hmm. it wants to wants you to kind of like think about comparing what what it is to kind of like live with nature now versus then um and i definitely think there's a big there's, there is like a massively like anti-capitalist read of this film if you want to look at it that way the way that like you barber runs the runs um the bathhouse it, it kind of like the idea is not that like the work you do will kind of like allow you freedom it's like the opposite of that like by working within her system you're forever going to be kind of like trapped within that mm-hmm. and i think it's like it's really interesting again like Miyazaki coming trying to work out how he feels about like industrialization and like kind of mechanical m- moments and like the way that um Kadima is like part of the machinery in the basement like he pedals mm-hmm. the things he's got eight arms he's crushing up leaves like he's as much part of that building and that machinery as the furnace itself mm-hmm. i think it's like and it really it doesn't know it struck me as kind of like yeah and like the soot from that room is working in the room yeah, so yeah. Like that whole room is just him all the time yeah. with the part and the room's working back at, with him like, yeah 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 cool if that's everything yeah. we'll move on to the rankings part of the podcast oh. um <laughs> shall we start off with normal start with with food hey, give me the food five possible in this podcast yeah let's Brown? do it Big one. This is why we came here. This is why we started Food Joe Give this Me. This is what we came hey. here for. Food. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. That is a rogue song for you to sing. So food plays a big part of this film. There's at least like three major causes of food. Three, <laughs> big three dishes. Three dishes. At least lots, three. Lots of actual food. Lots of well-drawn food. Lots of good-looking food. Literally not just lots well, of... Also some like kind of gross-looking food. I mean, yeah, some of it looks weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, like the rice triangles. Yeah, a lot of the food, I don't know if it's just like I'm not cultured enough to know what that food is, but yeah. also like that big blob thing yeah. that we mentioned earlier. Like a giant, look like a giant dumpling. Like, oh, no, it yeah. was a dumpling. Like a really the one she ate one. on the balcony. No, the and when, when she's crying. No, I mean that that's that's the, her cute little bun that Len gives her. Mm. I mean the yeah the, the big big dumpling that the dad uh, just like yeah. <laughs> and like inhales. Yeah. Um. So the There's first a big major. Old fish. Sorry. The big old fish. What? Right at the beginning. <laughs> they they like the fir- one of the first bits of food we see is like a big old fish. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. huge. And part of the platter that the parents. Yeah. 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 It's massive. Okay. Well, well, let's go to that. We've got loads of stuff. We've got the big old fish. We got loads of like little meaty looking things, the weird blob. Um, <laughs> I wrote down, I'm not sure if these are real foods or if they're like, because it's like food for these gods, yeah. like, I don't know if like it's just like it's fantasy food. Yeah. Um, she literally has to eat some food to become part of this world, which is like mm. a metaphor itself, mm, mm, having mm. to like consume part of this world to be clear part of it. Um, the boiler man has some really good tempura shrimp. Oh yeah, oh. he's doing And the roasted newt, which is apparently like cracked to oh, everyone no. in this world. <laughs> <laughs> People love it. He's like twiddles I'd, it in I'd, his I'd, I'd eat some newt. They grind eat it down and just try it. Try nice love it. Um, we see a lot of food prep. Um, <laughs> sort of like fish platters going yeah. to the spirits themselves. We already and got a lot of food. Yeah. yeah. And then we get onto the main like gluttony bit of. Um, with no face. no face just like a, just a tower yeah. and his mouth yeah. is like part of his body eating like just a room full of food but is your mouth not part of your body no, his mouth is like, uh, like he's got his mask up here with the little mouth on the mask and then big yeah part of his torso is what happens yeah. 
Um, and he says, makes you hungry, doesn't it? Mm. Watching him eat all that. I thought, <laughs> and that's, well, I that's, that's really the message of the movie. Message. Yeah. All you can eat buffets are good. Yeah. I was feeling very hungry. I wanted to eat everything. <laughs> Greed is um, good as long as it's for food. Yes, exactly. That's the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the quote that uh, No Face says is, just keep the food coming. I want to eat everything. Which is like, I relate. Yeah. I relate. Same. Like, Same. Just, uh, that's the tagline for this podcast. We're a podcast. <laughs> Um, and then there's some other good bits of food which are sorry to read the mic that's expecting um, some other good bits of food which are uh, uh, one of the plates they bring to No Face I think they're running out of ideas because it's like a bird wearing a hat like, <laughs> like there's a big like roast bird and it's just got a little hat on the top of it there's like the, the, the bit where they serve just the head of a bull and yeah, it has like was, a hat on yeah. like, what's, what's that it's very odd um, and then finally, I mean, there are lots of other bits like the bun you mentioned, and like, um, and the sort of the, the tea and cake at um, I got oh. you Baba's twins. It's a mirror sister. Mirror sister. They have this like tea and cake, which is a nice like yeah, ending. You literally end the food journey oh. as a dessert, which is very yeah. good. Um, so big go. big points. I think we like. I'm not. So you, you don't want me to read the ranking. I'm gonna read the ranking out and then just say the last one because okay. you know. Okay. So the current <laughs> ranking. A food to give me is, and this is movie 12, right? Yeah. Or yeah. 12. This is movie 12. 12. So Number currently in 11th no, place is this one, Ocean Waves. In 10th place, Porco Rosso. I was robbed. In 9th place, Baby the Fireflies. In 8th place, My Never Totoro. In 7th place, Only Yesterday. In 6th place, Princess and Loco. In 5th place, Whisper in the Heart. In 4th place, Pompoco. I messed up. In 3rd place, Geeks Delivery Service. And in 1st place, Last of the Castle in the Sky. I missed one, who knows? <laughs> that was alright. Yeah? Yeah. And then at the very the first very place. And the yeah, new you did, yeah, you shouldn't have said. It's twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So the new first place you want to put. Uh, I don't think there's any question. This right. is like it has to go. imagining the the food scenes in this film is why this list came. Yeah, into for sure. Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting that we felt so guilty about ranking Grave of the Fireflies at all on this list, <laughs> and this movie is literally about the dangers of gluttony, and we're like, slam it right at the top. Just <laughs> yeah. something to mull on. True. Have a little think about that. Something to chew on. Oh. Oh. Abby, speaking of chewing, chewing. Um, oh. put your dentures in. <laughs> there we go. Um, our other ranking within this podcast is the Grand National. Get worse. Talk to me. I mean, just as Frida give me was yeah. kind of a ramble. A ramble. Talk to me now about the Big Grand herself. <laughs> my section right <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I feel like Yubaba and Daniba both good grands I think high quality grands I think high, high quality, quality grands yeah like yeah, like I grand. said before I don't want to like belabor the point but neither of them are like full on antagonists yeah together they make a very well rounded character mm-hmm. yeah. um and just like they're both very sweet in different ways and by the end of it, I quite like Yubaba. Yeah. Mm. I'm like. I, I extremely like Yubaba. Yeah. All they're the in, way they're in the whole film as well. That's. Oh, that, I mean, that's also a good point. You can say. She has a bird. She transforms into a bird version of herself, yeah. and also has a bird that yeah. is a version of herself. It's very it's good. Not the bird national, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but it might as well be. At this rate. She's got a skull phone. She does have a skull phone. Yeah, I love her. I love okay, it. Okay, so great. is she better or worse than? 
Dola, who's our current champion at Grand National. Do you want to give you the full oh. ranking, or do you want to just... Cause in my mind, I think she's top tier, you but... she's top. But you said, you're saying she, there's two of them. Okay, they. They are... They're the top. I, I'd be interested in I what... I think she's top. They. Yeah. I feel... Yeah, this is the thing. We love Dola. Is she... Are they the grand for knock Dola off her perch? What? So my my case for her yeah. as as top top tier grand TTG is that um both of them are like like you said just like much more well fleshed out characters even compared to Dola like they have like weird motivations and they're funny they're yeah. just like more developed than like I love Dola and there's a reason yeah. why ten episodes later she's still top of this yeah. list but like, for me like they're just so I love watching their scenes with Ibarra in it. Like mm. she steals that mm. moment. There are moments that she absolutely steals this film. And yeah. and her magic is just incredible. Yeah, so, like, what she can do. And she like flies. She can just fly. And and she zips up Chiro's mouth. Like yeah. oh yeah, Chiro. Oh, that's like terrifying. Chiro. Chishiro. So where are we putting her then? I think I'm probably pretty. Number guys. one. Okay. Number one. Number one. It's not Laputa off the top. It really has. Yeah. So. And I think it might be. Final Grand National rankings before we move on are in eleventh place. Twelfth place. I've got eleven. So in eleventh place, only yesterday. In tenth place, also only yesterday. In ninth place, the wise woman from Monogate. In eighth place, Three Macbeths. Seventh place, horrible accident and burn burn. Geese delivery service. In sixth place, Ms. Dora, also for Geese delivery service. In fifth place, Granny from Unable Totoro. In fourth place, Grandma Yamada. God. In third place, Nana Raccoon. In second place now, Dola. <laughs> Our new first place Boom. national champion, it's Yubaba. <laughs> and Zaniba. <laughs> right. That said, it's time to move on to the final rankings. Of the podcast. Insane. So I'm gonna. I know this second podcast is a lot of lists. I'm gonna do it one more time now and then again at the end. Okay. This is the current final ranking of where we currently are for all the Shigeru movies. Yeah. Right. In eleventh place, Ocean Waves. Okay, Ocean Waves. In tenth place, <laughs> Porco Rosso. I was robbed. In ninth place, Lapita Castle in the Sky. Eighth place, Only Yesterday. In seventh place, Grave of the Fireflies. In sixth place, Whisper the Heart. In fifth place, My Neighbor the Yamadas. In fourth place, My Neighbor Toto. Ooh. In third place, Kiki's Delivery Service. In second place, Pompoko. Ooh. And currently, in first place, Princess Mononoke. What do we think? Where are we putting spirits away? Go. So easily top three for me. Easily top three. Straight the bat. Definitely above Totoro. Is it, so is it better than Kiki's? Is it better than Pompoko? Is it better than Mononoke? I think it's number one. You think straight out number one? Without a doubt. You enjoyed it more than one, Loki? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's number one. I think I think it's just like the sheer amount of different things going on, going on in it. It could have very easily been like it could have very easily not had three ogre heads, yeah, or a little tiny yeah. mouse, or little ducks, or a radish spirit, yeah. and that would have all like detracted from it. But there's just so much magic well, that yeah, it can't there's... help but be a number yeah. one. Yeah, how I mean, many radishes spirit radish spirits are in? Zero. Zero. I mean, at the back, at that one bit with the wolf comes uh, out, and out of the top you see a little tiny radish. Oh yeah, I forgot. Actually, there's a lot more radish spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying radish spirits. <laughs> 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 George Clooney. Um, I know. Sure. Very different people. I I think that, I think like this movie 
is as loved as it is and as respected as it is because, for a reason. Like, it is the masterpiece that everyone says it is. It is Miyazaki's, like, I, I, arguably, he's, like, <laughs> arguably his greatest work. And I think that holds true when you watch it. It's not yeah. just, like, things people say about this movie. Like, it really is that powerful. It really is that, like, just uh, there's so much um, kind of adoration and, like, so much care put into every moment of this movie. Um, so I'm happy to put it at the top. Yeah, it's worth saying that I do think like it, this is we're gonna, this 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 bit of podcast is going to get harder and harder as we get on because like Mononoke is really good. Like that movie is it's when you look back on it now and think about like how it was this like historical epic fantasy like completely different tonally. Like it's just worth kind of putting them side by side in your head a little bit and thinking like very different movies. Mm-hmm. And so when we put it above that movie, it's like. Yeah, very different. But we're, but we're not saying they're joint first. No. 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 no, no, no. But is that... Is that so is that stop putting, stop saying all this, put yeah, them side by side. Yeah, you're not going to change Spirit Away is clearly number one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I'm trying to think... I'm I not, can't think of I'm any reason. I'm going to protest vote and maybe and put it and say that I think I like Princess Mononoke more. You are a liar. You are a liar. I want you to convince me. How did you drown an alley? We don't need to convince you. You've seen the movie. Convince me more. I'm playing Devil Advocate. So, all right then, I think, well, fine. That's a consensus reading. No one wanted to convince me. Don't worry, guys. We convinced him off air. With knives. And on that note, Spirit Away is most definitely going to the top of the list. Uh, current top five rankings just yeah. for posterity are fifth place My Neighbor Totoro fourth place Kiki's Delivery Service third place Pom Poco Aww. second place Princess Mononoke and our new champion first place final rankings It's Spirited Away Ooh. I'll give you the justification then is that I this is the first film that we watched from the series that I would happily again watch tomorrow straight yeah, away fair. Um, yeah I mean I, yeah. We, I think we've gone through it like we love it there's a reason why um Okay, so that wraps up the, the second half of this two-parter. Um, next week episode is another interesting one. Um, it's the first and only sequel we're going to watch. Um, mm-hmm. It's The Cat Returns, a kind of spiritual successor to um, Whisper of the Heart, which we reviewed a few weeks ago. So we will see you then. In the meantime, Abby, what's going on? We've got to be somewhere. Oh, we better go, guys. There's a cat bus to catch. <laughs> <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> Uh, uh, Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>